Section 102 of Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, Greenland, and the Search for the Poles. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Devorah Allen. The World's Story, Volume 8. Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, Greenland, and the Search for the Poles. Edited by Ava March Tappan. Section 102. A Balloon Search for the North Pole. 1897. By G. Firth Scott. The expedition of Herr André is perhaps the most novel of all Arctic expeditions, inasmuch as it was undertaken by balloon. The idea which actuated Herr André in his enterprise was to utilize the current of air which, in July, almost invariably blows over Dane's Island to the north. Being an experienced balloonist, he realized that, could he once rise into that current in a balloon, he would be carried right across the polar region in a few days. From the balloon car, he would be able to observe the character of the region below him, and set at rest the question whether perpetual ice, open water, or land occupied the extreme northerly spot of the world's surface. With two companions, Dr. Strindberg and Herr Frankel, and especially prepared balloon, an attempt was made to get away in July 1896, but was unsuccessful, and the start was postponed for a year. In July 1897, the members of the expedition were again ready, and on July 11th they were cut loose and floated away out of sight to the north. Since then, no authentic news has been heard of them. They went away prepared to face a long detention in the frozen world, in the car of the balloon, they carried weapons, ammunition, and material wherewith to build a shelter, should the balloon collapse and leave them on the ice. An aluminum boat was also carried, so that the party could escape by sea if necessary. Several carrier pigeons were taken, and were to be liberated at intervals on the passage. But although one pigeon is said to have been shot in the far north, it is doubtful whether it was one of the Andre birds. The balloon, when it went out of sight, was travelling at a speed which would have carried it over the pole in a few days, and probably have enabled it to descend in Siberia in about a week. For the first fortnight after it had started, therefore, interest all over the world was keenly excited for further news. But the fortnight passed without any reliable intelligence being received, and a month followed, and so on, until a year had gone by. Then relief and search parties were talked about, and the Swedish Geographical Society sent one out to look for the missing balloonists in Siberia. It did not meet with André, nor did it obtain any reliable information respecting him. News was certainly published in every civilized country to the effect that some outlying tribes had come upon a huge bag, having a mass of cordage attached to it, together with the remains of some human bodies. The Russian, Swedish, and Norwegian governments immediately sent forward auxiliary search parties but their only success was to trace the origin of the report, and find that a Siberian trader had, in a moment of mischievous humor, hoaxed a too-confiding telegraph agent. Later, on September 12, 1899, a Swedish sloop, the Martha, reached Hammerfest with the information that a buoy, branded with the name of the André expedition, had been found to the northeast of King Charles Islands. The buoy had lost the screw-plug from the top, and had been so damaged by coming in contact with some hard substance 
that the interior cylinder was too dented to permit of an examination being made of the inside. Andre was well supplied with these buoys, and at any time one may be discovered containing a record of his doings from the moment he disappeared with his balloon sailing towards the north. It is not likely. It is scarcely probable that any sign will ever be discovered of the balloon or its occupants. For years the frozen north held all traces of the Franklin expedition from the eyes of the searchers, who were able to conduct their operations along the route they knew Franklin had followed. No search party can knowingly follow the route Andre and his companions took. Their fate will probably be forever a mystery, for so many things might have happened that no one theory can claim for itself more probability than another. All that is certain is that the party went out of sight, drifting towards the north. They carried their lives in their hands, and knew that they did so. Had they succeeded, they would have achieved a mighty triumph. They failed, and in doing so, set their names as indelibly on the scroll of fame as any hero who has laid down his life in the contest with the measureless mystery of the pole. End of section 102